0: guys, Jen and Callie. This is our, I guess technically our first official podcast. Watch, Watch Over is our title. We didn't come yes. up with it. Someone
1: else did. We're super excited about it. Watch Over with Jen and Callie.
0: Yeah, so this is Arrow, episode seven, epi- season seven, episode five, Chatter. So, Callie, what'd you think of the episode?
1: You know, hi I really liked last week's episode. But I have to say I liked this one even more just because it, it felt more fun. hmm You know, and there was and there was more hope. To be yeah, found. it
0: wasn't so bleak. It was definitely really, not. Well, I think the most exciting part for me of the whole episode was the conclusions that Oliver came to. That he's Oh my god.
1: If you stay, you will die. If I leave, I'm a fugitive
0: forever. I won't do that to my family. All those years ago you were wrong giving the monster an identity didn't contain the darkness it just gave it power separating into two selves hiding in the shadows that was never the answer i was screaming that he's finally keying into this two separate identities is a bad idea I've only been saying that for seven wanting, years. Yeah, yeah, what we've been
1: wanting him to to realize since the beginning. Yeah. And what frustrated us so much during season three, he's like, I can't be me in the arrow. And Like, well, no shit, you can't. You have, yeah. to, be, you have to be both, you know, but you like, have
0: to. Yeah. And then he ends the season checking out the arrow. You're like, no, like, dipshit, no, no, dipshit. That That's wrong. not no. what we were saying to do either. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I'm going to be both. Man and mask in season four. And then he lies to Felicity. We're like, yeah, okay. So here's how this works. You can be man and mask, but don't lie about your secret love child. (laughs) These are not difficult things, Oliver. And yet for Oliver Queen, they're incredibly difficult. (laughs) But I actually really liked that the demon was Talia. I did not see that coming. Did you see that coming? You know, I should have seen it coming. I mean, you should have, but I shouldn't have because you're better at that stuff
1: than me. (laughs) they called him him or her the demon and yeah. it's just like obviously that's going to be talia I well it like has when we to saw be related
0: her. to some league of assassins thing i guess but i was just like yeah. when, it, when they showed her i was like oh yeah okay <laughs> well played well, and like you can i know i'm like oh she would absolutely do all of this ridiculousness to get him down on this level to help her escape that absolutely makes total sense But I like that they tied it back to her because she's really the person that came up with the concept of the arrow and separating himself into these two identities. Yes. So they needed a full circle moment and him to tell her, hey, remember 10 years ago or five years ago or whatever it is now when I listened to you? Yeah, that was a bad idea. I shouldn't have done that. I <laughs> can't nope, listen you to you not. anymore. <laughs> like, don't listen to crazy people from League of Assassins, Oliver. Just listen to your wife, and that's pretty much it. Uh, okay, so that was Oliver. Very excited about his development. Um, there were no flashbacks. Thank goodness. We mm-hmm. needed a break, didn't we? I needed a break. I needed a break for my inbox,
1: because people were like losing their shit in it. Like, my oh, my inbox took its own little break. Yeah. Your inbox got scary. I was like, okay, shut it down. It's like <laughs> death <wow>, CON for. <laughs> people cannot handle me saying it's okay or no. whatever, I don't know.
0: Our calm reactions <laughs> seem to really upset people, which only makes me more calm. I know. You guys don't understand how contrary she is. Like if you tell her to do something, no ain't gonna no. do it the
1: the instant you tell me to do something or not do something i'm gonna do the opposite basically it's the best way to get me to do something it's like reverse psychology pretty much that'll, that'll like work me a- i oh,
0: well. don't want you to make me a new header for my blog and then you'll be like oh. i'm gonna make you a new header <laughs> <laughs> God, she's, i know she hates doing that stuff and i make her do it all the oh, time no. <laughs> but i love you you're brilliant yeah, so apparently we're not upset enough over the possibility of Felicity dying, mm. but I feel like I would be more upset about it if well, people weren't insane over it like it just automatically makes me calmer i'm like okay well if you're gonna thing, like well that's true green profanities I, at me i'm not okay that's insane yeah
1: i think it's the mom in me that like when i see people freaking out i'm like okay now i need to lower the volume mm-hmm. and be calm mm-hmm. in hopes that it'll make everybody else go you know my reaction to chaos is to calm mm, and i
0: like that it is calming <laughs>
1: But do we want Felicity to be dead in the future? Absolutely not. I mean, honestly, no. that's a great way to make me be like, okay, well, you know, I don't care about the flash forwards because mm-hmm. we talked about this before. Yeah, you know, it's it's just absolutely not. Do not want. But I really don't think she is. I just,
0: I, really I mean, don't. yeah, that is just the difference. If people, well, I and really I don't. think like the spoiler game is a little bit tricky because. Um, A lot of times, you know, I mean, you and I have come up with all kinds of theories on what's going to happen on Arrow. And I think the fundamental misunderstanding of how we create those theories is people think we're getting them all from spoilers, and we're not. We get very few from spoilers. Very few from spoilers. Uh, 95% of it is just watching the show. And the reason why we're so calm right now is the show is essentially telling us opposite of whatever these spoilers are out there like they've left so much room for her to be lo- to be alive it's a little difficult to believe the spoilers you know mm-hmm. and unless i know the source if, and it's somebody who's direct with the show and i know who the source is because that has happened with me unless i know it's coming from steve or david ramsey at a at a hbff or Mark Guggenheim. i if it's not one of those sources, I'm a little like, okay, because it's like a game of telephone on the internet and you get yeah. things watered down and you don't get it direct from the source and people are telling you all kinds of different things. And essentially our attitude was, we're not saying that it that it's not true. We don't know. It totally could be true, all of these spoilers, but we don't know where they're coming from. We don't know who who, That's who said what. And so we're just like taking a beat and saying, we're going to calm down. I'm we're very gonna,
1: careful about yeah. who I trust yeah. When it comes to spoilers.
0: Yeah. And it in you know, those whoever has these spoilers, I don't even know for sure. Like you yeah. you are told. Totally, yeah, you can you are they're free to tell anyone they want, but they haven't told you and me, so we're like, Okay, mm-hmm. well Okay, well And even if they did tell you and me, I would just be like, Well doesn't look like that's what the show is saying. And I always well, trust the show more than I touch trust spoilers. Because spoilers are believe- always an incomplete picture.
1: Do I believe in the next flashback episode that we'll see some sort of doubling down? Oh, yes, she's dead. She died eight years ago. Whatever the... Whatever it is. Whatever the thing is, yeah. Do I believe that's going to happen? Absolutely. I do think it will... Something like that will happen. It has to be addressed. They can't Mm -hmm. go forward with the flash forwards without Mm -hmm. addressing it. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be addressed, but... The people that are waiting for that to make them feel better, like to reassure them that, oh no, Felicity's alive. It's not going to happen then. Mm -mm. It's going to be in the later part of the season.
0: I really, yeah, and I think that's maybe where we're disagreeing with some people. I really do believe they're trying to make, they're going to make us think she's dead for most of the season. Yeah, and you
1: kind of have to, each viewer has to decide how they feel about that for themselves.
0: Right, and how you deal with it. Right. You know, you and I are just more we're like okay well we're gonna we're keep just gonna watching, keep yeah. watching. <laughs> we believe she's alive we're gonna keep believing she's alive until there's some kind of absolute confirmation um beth schwartz doing
1: an interview saying yes yeah, she's dead." emily bett ricard's
0: dead. doing an interview she's going to stay dead yeah i mean that was really important when laurel died you got to have those exit interviews where mm-hmm. the writers are like here's the deal but that's a, that's another part of it is that she's not
1: exiting yeah And we still have her in the present. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to stop watching because I want to see her in the present. I don't know if you noticed last night, but she's pretty awesome in the present right now. I love her. And I want to see more of that. And I want to see what's going to happen when Oliver gets out. And I want to see how the season progresses with her. Yeah. And if she's dead in the future, that's going to suck. But... Mm -hmm. I still am invested in her present-day story. So
0: I want to see how that plays out. Yeah, I totally agree. Okay. Um, So. uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which brings us. We're going to go off the uh, flashback and episode discussion for a bit. Um, We're going to talk about Felicity Smoke's importance. Because there was a very interesting article released by Newsweek today, or this week, that was not complimentary to our girl it seemed like maybe it was going to be but
1: then you read it and you're like oh no
0: yeah it was a very clickbaity uh headline it says felicity smoke is important again right that was what it was something i think it was like something that. along like that and so you read it actually i didn't read it because i the fandom just reacted so strongly to it that i was like <laughs> i read it yeah so you can talk about it because i didn't really read it i was just like well whatever it sounds like crap
1: (laughs) it it was crap basically (laughs) their their whole thing and it was sadly it was a woman who wrote it was about how felicity is not like if she's just a love interest she's not important to the show and they're showing her is more than a love interest now. So now she's important again. And but the what was also concerning was this person who clearly doesn't like Felicity. Hmm. Um. Was saying, yeah, they're teasing that she's dead in the future. I don't think she is. You know, essentially, we're not that lucky. Like uh. I wish, I wish she would be dead, but she's not. And I'm like, okay, you know, that's enough. They linked to a video that was like eight minutes straight of Felicity getting her neck snapped. <gasps> Are <gasps> you
0: serious? Mm-hmm. That's horrible. It is horrible. And oh. it's just like, you know. Well, and I think what got what got people really ticked. Yeah, the way this hit my radar and got the reason why people were really upset is one of the Arrow writers retweeted the article.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was essentially a let's kill Felicity, she sucks article. Yeah. So the fandom was rightfully, so I believe, ticked off and saying, you know, this is a character who's not suddenly, she's not suddenly just become important again because she's having an individual storyline. She's been um, crucially important to the show. The show would not exist without her. And I firmly believe that's true. Um, You know, Felicity Smoke, Emily Bett Ricard's, was literally magic. It was a complete accident. They just got lucky when they cast her and they stumbled into this character and this chemistry with her and Stephen Amell and it ignited the show's primary lo- love story which was dwindling hard and fast in season one. They, they desperately needed somebody that would, was going to work with Oliver Queen and any of the actresses that they were trying out. It wasn't going well. Laurel Lance included. Um. But she's been so m- much more than just the person that Oliver Queen loves. I mean, she's, she's brilliant. She's building her own company. She's a hero in her own right. Um, the emotional impact that she has on all the characters is massively important. So this concept that just because she's got an individual storyline, which essentially is about ca- catching Diaz and helping her husband, um, I don't understand how this is all of a sudden... Um, making her important and I don't understand how oh she might be dead okay maybe this person cares about her now because th- the possibility is that she's dead and they're at least the character they hate is going to be off the show that's why the character's important to them again but for the rest of us the character's importance is um, what I happened f- from minute one. I feel
1: like the overall tone of that article at least as pertained to Felicity was that mm-hmm. She's important now because she's doing something active. She's fighting. Mm. And I'm like, you know, we've had a real problem with this show and with the fandom surrounding this show. Mm -hmm. And this belief that women are only important if they're masks or they're fighting.
0: I hate that. That And it's just
1: like... That's not true. What's your definition of fighting? Yeah. I I think what Felicity does with the computers is fighting.
0: Mm hmm
1: It's not fist on face, mm-hmm. punching or stabbing or <laughs> screaming right. somebody's eardrums out. But it is... It's fighting, you know? Mm-hmm. And so She contributes. Whole, like, yeah. She's hugely important to Team Arrow and
0: has been since season one. Yeah, I just don't so even... So this is not new. Yeah, this argument that she has not been important to the show now and is only important because she might be dead is ludicrous. And it's clearly written by someone who hates the character. And listen, mm-hmm. you can hate the h- character of Felicity Smoke, but oh yeah. Go for it. a writer tweeting that, I felt was inappropriate. It's pretty much like saying the character has been crap for the last five seasons six seasons and now that there's a new showrunner all yeah. of a sudden the character is amazing again and i'm like eh, i don't care I don't that.
1: doubt that some of the new blood in the writer's room is very critical of the let's say previous administration
0: yeah you know and
1: let's be honest you know there were some there were some
0: big problems. problems yeah
1: yeah but it's one of those things that's like yeah but you're choosing to act out in a petty manner again against that
0: mm-hmm.
1: by insulting the fan mo- majority I would say the majority of fans favorite character and it's like she oh, you yeah. should really expect the blowback from that and she got a lot of blowback she got a lot of blowback yeah I didn't feel I'm sorry okay for it. No.
0: well and you know what and by blowback I mean people politely disagreeing with her oh yeah, yeah. that no, was I what was happening yeah. um if there were other fans who were screaming her out and profanities and sending death threats of course that's, that's not wrong cool. that's not right those people yeah. need to get blocked and you know get into therapy but um, i will
1: never agree with death threats or no it doesn't matter insulting who's insulting real people over fictional characters yeah like or, don't take katie cassidy and yes.
0: your complaints like come on guys no, you know no. it's like just leave the poor no. woman alone you don't need to like you know exactly. she's just doing her job I've paid, never you know? agreed with that kind. No, none of, of that tutorial. is okay. None of that's that okay. But yeah, my, my, uh, you know, we wouldn't have fallen in love with this character um, if there wasn't some quality writing behind it mm-hmm. from the beginning. my. They've point. always taken a lot of care with Felicity, and which I feel like I've they've taken care of her. But our other issue with that argument is this: just a love interest. You and I get yeah. fired up about this
1: because honestly. Can women apparently on television only be one thing at a time? You're Mm -hmm. either a love interest or a fighter or a computer genius or a business person or whatever. And that's kind of part of the problem that we had in previous seasons. Like last season, it was like Felicity could only be one thing and that was Oliver's
0: wife. Right. She was like wife and mother. Which, here's my thing. Even if you are just one thing, let's just say you are... A woman who has A very high profile job Let's just say You are a woman Who is a wife and mother And that's what you do That's fine Mm -hmm. It's okay In this essence Of feminism And this This argument That um, Women should be Allowed Or women should have The free will And the choice To make their own decisions About how they want To live their life But I find that No matter what decision A woman makes They have other women Judging them For that decision (laughs) When we should be supporting it's insanity. each other. Just support each other. Okay, so maybe being a wife and mom is not your ideal lifestyle. That's okay. No one's asking you to live it. This woman has chosen that, and she's perfectly happy. And same thing to people who are judging other women who don't get married, who don't have um, children. Who, yeah. Maybe that's not who, their real. Who
1: choose to make their, their career most important that's right. fine too that's great and but here's the thing it's i didn't appreciate that felicity was being written in such a way that she could only be one thing and so too many women are are multiple things you know we're not just a wife we're not right. just a mother we're not just you know we all have many facets multiple and facets yeah we weren't getting a really good sense of that with felicity before and now it feels like we're getting that again and so i can understand praising that
0: yeah but using that that i agree with but i hate that phrase just love interest no use it using it to
1: say you know oh love interest just love interest is terrible it's like you know i didn't like it when people went after uh laurel
0: fans for that you know it's it's no, it's, you know, here's the thing, just a love interest. What you're talking about is a woman or man, a man can be a love interest, um, who is loved mm-hmm. and who has had a significant impact on another human being. I've been a love interest for 16 years. I think you hit 20, right? You're, like you're 20 that. years, <laughs> yeah. Callie and her husband are so goals, you guys don't even don't know. Stop it. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, it's been the best part of my life. It's brought me the most joy. It's brought me so much happiness. A lot of the things, a lot of the other facets of my life are because of that man, because I have been his love interest. So it really just grates on me that that somehow, if a woman is loved, if a woman makes a relationship a priority in her, her life, less than. Yeah, if, if, if that's what's being portrayed with the character, that makes the character weak. That makes mm. the character less than. If, uh, if, literally, if Felicity Smoke only had scenes with Oliver Queen and was, you know, that was, her whole storyline was m- romantic, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I don't. Do I think that they should expand the character? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. But we if that's the writing choice, okay, but also it doesn't suddenly make the character crap. Which well, seems it doesn't make
1: her not important.
0: And not important or less than or any right. whatever characterization. And I feel like this is this kind of judgment. I just noticed the splits in factions and in fan bases and writers. It's like um, if you're a person who's chosen career over relationships, this is how you categorize um you know female characters who are love interests on television shows okay but if you're a if you're a person who's who's prioritized love in your life then you know you're critical of people could be critical of the characters who don't have that where they're just one facet so i think what we're trying to say is let's stop the judgment okay let's automatically stop categorizing characters as less than because this one aspect of them is not shown
1: female characters, particularly
0: women okay and then I think encourage writers to expand characters, which is what they're doing right now. But I don't think anything that they're doing with Felicity right now, um, I don't think, um, I think is better. But I don't think it's all of a sudden revolutionizing the character.
1: No, you know what I, I mean? Agree. She's who inv-
0: she always was. Well, and I got to be honest with you, this individual storyline, it still revolves around Oliver well let's let's go back to
1: talking about the episode because okay. i wanted to talk a bit about what felicity did in the episode and She's awesome you know you and i when we talked about the episode before i didn't mention this but it just it's something that's kind of been sticking in my mind since i watched it
0: i love when things stick in her mind because it's always good. <sighs> it's not good <laughs> it's not good oh no okay um, <laughs>
1: I noticed, did you notice? You had to have noticed Felicity's reluctance to go visit Oliver.
0: Yeah, and that scene with Black Siren, it's like she was kind of coming up with excuses to stay and not get in like, the car. She oh, was like,
1: maybe I shouldn't go, maybe I should stay here and work on this. And Siren's like, no. What's your problem, girl? Here. Get go in see the your car. Husband.
0: Yeah, I love Siren.
1: And it's I because clearly, once Felicity was there, she was very anxious to see Oliver, demanding, Right, you know, absolutely. all that, worried. She, she, you know, I don't doubt that it's it's a lack of love, or even like I don't even think it was necessarily angry. I think she's apprehensive, hmm. and so I'm really kind of interested to see how that dynamic, like once the bars between them mm-hmm. are lifted, and they're in each other's presence. What's that going to look like? Mm -hmm. What are their interactions going to be?
0: Well, and I'm, it's going to be very interesting because obviously I don't think this anger, it's not going to get resolved quickly. And it'll be interesting. I think Oliver has a little bit of anger towards Felicity because that scene where he was asking about her. Just glad I made it
1: out of there. Felicity will be too. What do you mean? She came looking for your visitation. I told her about level two. Was she okay? Yeah. She asked me to give you a message. What message? She's got a lead on Diaz. She's close to getting him.
0: That's good news, right? And he's like, his immediate reaction is, is this okay? Is that okay? Is she okay? And Stan, oh, I love Stan. Um, Sam was like yeah she's okay but then he's like "He's got a, she's got a lead on Felice, um, Diaz and Oliver's face was not joyful and the way they essentially left it was Felicity's like I'm going to do my thing and you don't get a say and Oliver um, was like okay because that's all he really could you know he has no control anymore okay so we know how he always reacts whenever she puts herself in danger it's like and he's... in this particular situation is he's not able to protect her, you know?
1: Right. So... I, I found that very interesting, too, how yeah. he was just like... He was like, mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Great. You know? He's nervous. He's nervous. he's not there to watch over her.
0: No! He's like... I mean, I know we're supposed to believe that um, Diaz is... Can I just say, how much do you love that... Oh, we're keeping Diaz as the Season 7 big bad. How... There's like no Diaz in these episodes.
1: They never said he's gonna be a big bad. They I know. They're like, gonna we're just, gonna, yeah. Seven. He's been in like two episodes.
0: <laughs> it's been fantastic. He's just like the boogeyman. He's like, he's like Voldemort. It's like he's just like the boogeyman. You never actually see him, but he's just like he's out fair. there. Which that's the way I like. That's him. the way I like my Diaz. We don't need him on screen. Um, yeah. So I think both of them are gonna have.
1: Do be- I believe he was able to drop a rooftop full <laughs> of BroadFa members? <laughs> No. No.
0: <laughs>
1: Come on.
0: But whatever. Absolutely not. Uh, along. <laughs> yeah. No, I was just like, okay, whatever. Also with Curtis's 14 PhDs. Can we talk about that for a second? Oh,
1: my God. I was like, four PhDs would be a stretch.
0: I mean, what is up with this show, Shoving Curtis Down My Throat?
1: Here's the thing. I, th- I feel like they think... And if they do think this, they're wrong. <laughs> I feel like they think that if they make Curtis crack more of his one note jokes or make him super smart or put him on missions that we're gonna see how important or whatever he is and we'll like him again.
0: And that is not happening. At least not that with happen.
1: me. No. It's absolutely not going to happen. The only thing that will make me like Curtis more is, A, seeing less of him. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. B, him him supporting Felicity, but not overshadowing her.
0: Yep. And
1: he has done neither this year. And
0: the new writing crew has not figured out how to have Felicity and Curtis in an an episode together. And they always dumb Felicity down. It's like she always, yeah, yeah, it's like she always she always, ha- she always forgets to think of something or there's always some tech that he's like, oh, we could do this. He's always giving her the idea. And then she's like, oh, that was an amazing idea, Curtis. Thank God we have you. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this is ridiculous. This girl could have, I mean, she's a, she was the key in Ray's suit. Ray's suit couldn't get that freaking thing off the ground until Felicity figured out the effing chip. And she, I feel like she invented tech before
1: of course she did
0: so i just like this whole and i would say that was a massive problem with the previous writing staff was that when they just could not integrate these two characters without curtis um essentially being the felicity 2.0 but they just like felicity's still on the show so why are you doing this? It's it's very irritating to me. And if they could figure out a way, like, listen, my whole thing was, okay, if you're going to make this guy, I was like, he should just be the inventor. Like, just keep him off computers and he should just be the inventor. I'll, you know, he's in a corner of the cave, you know. <laughs> doodling and like Do-do-do-do. what he you doing back be, there curtis oh i'm making some fun toys for oliver and just like make him do that and just keep him. the from curtis business. or not the curtis the cisco i always thought arrow. he should be the cisco of arrow like you don't see cisco and um uh caitlin overlapping they're very different specialties
1: you know so why do they have to have curtis be just like felicity why do they better? have
0: to be like a hacker why do we have to be like Oh, and just the whole listing of oh, you have fourteen PhDs, it's not it felt like this weird bizarro male pissing Nobody. contest. Nobody. I mean, like if you're frick? maybe
1: if you're like sixty years old,
0: maybe. But like That's impossible. Are you kidding me? Like there's I understand Arrow's a fantasy show, but there's only so far I can go with you guys sometimes. Like that is insane. You can't do that. And and in no way, shape or form. It's just not possible. And Literally essentially insane. I just thought it was a little You know, because last episode, um, Felicity was like, you know, I got into MIT. So Felicity was listing off some of her credentials last episode. And then all of a sudden, we're just, oh, yeah, I see your MIT. And it's 14 PhDs in six languages. And it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, And you guys want me to think that you aren't like somehow having these two characters compete or you're not trying to overshadow Felicity's character. So Curtis has a purpose because that's what bugs me it's like first of all i just there's like a couple female characters on this show so could we just like let them have their m- moment in the spotlight like right. seriously and then secondary they have to make felicity less than in order for curtis to have a damn purpose that's so stupid he's like, like i'm sorry to say that because i'm not he's the new laura lance it's like he can't fight He can't fight worth a damn all wow. he does is have these little T-sphere balls, which all Laurel did was her freaking canary car- cry, which is what Cisco came up with for her. Um, oh my god! And like he's just like I. Just like d- <laughs> well, I'm gonna get some hate for it, but whatever. <laughs> but like that is just like by the time we got to season four with Laurel, it's like okay, I don't really understand what function she's performing, you know? That was the thing, and in season four i've said that in my reviews okay let's, let's, they won't be let's, shocked that i said curtis is
1: the new laurel let's yes. do this because we are going to be praising laurel in the yeah so
0: now later. that i had so, something nasty to say about wait, laurel, no no no, no. I, I need to do yeah. some more nasty oh, okay to, go for it girl to,
1: we need to work up to it okay
0: wave your bat ba- yeah nasty flag yes <laughs> i'm down for it so when
1: in season four When we saw the grave in the premiere episode, Jen was right away. She's like, I think it's Laurel. I'm like, I think you're smoking crack.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You were like, never going to happen.
1: (laughs) My my first opinion was, we're not that lucky. Yeah,
0: basically. (laughs)
1: So I was like, well, she's on the list, but I've got Lance above her. I've Mm -hmm. got all these people above her not Mm -hmm. felicity because no but i didn't i didn't she wasn't at the top of my list and Mm -hmm. when laurel dug up her sister's body a Mm -hmm. year later Mm -hmm. took oliver's sister who was suffering from bloodlust and something that oliver had shown uh concern about Mm -hmm. earlier in that very
0: same episode yeah thea was not playing with a full deck And and
1: took her and said, you know, look let's go on a field trip back to the Lazarus pit where you got made into this monster. Let's just go full on with the PTSD. Let's let's go do this. And I was like, This is this is a train wreck, you know. He's she's endangering Thea. She's Disobeying the laws of nature by mm. <laughs> bringing a corpse back to life. You know, Nyssa was saying, don't do this. Everybody Nobody was Nobody
0: loved Sarah more don't do than this. Nissa. Well, Laurel did. And but,
1: yeah. Laurel, by her own admission, didn't tell Oliver that she was going to do this because she knew he would tell her not to do
0: it. Right. Because it was. Something well, that and I think should is, not be done. There's something, and yeah, there's a there's a clarification too because I see a lot of fans be like, well, Oliver used to on Thea. Listen, Thea wasn't dead. No, she was not. She was technically alive. She, she was being kept she alive. Had a heartbeat. Yeah, she had a heartbeat. <laughs> Maybe she was being kept alive with machine. I'm not quite sure how the how they got her from Star City to Nanda Parbat. But well, if you
1: recall, they took her on a stretcher, so that was there so was she kind had of the assumption that up. yeah,
0: yeah. So, she wasn't dead. He wasn't raising a body that had been a corpse for a year from the ground. Her soul no. had not passed yet. No. Whatever you believe, it, your religious beliefs, the way I look at it is her soul, as long as you're alive, your soul is in your body. So
1: She was only, to use the Princess Bride, she was only mostly dead. Only mostly dead. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> like she, wasn't, she wasn't completely dead in the ground, worm food, dying. Yeah, like Sarah, Sarah was... was Sarah was super
0: dead. dead. Yeah,
1: super dead. And so she brings her back, and uh, you know, surprise, surprise, Sarah is a freaking psycho. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, while they're in Nanda Parbat, Daddy Dearest is all to Thea, "Hey, here's some guys for you to kill," and makes her bloodlust worse. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then they come back, and predictably, Sarah gets loose from. Laurel's little chain-her-up-in-the-basement routine. <laughs>
0: oh my God. You remember when she would talk to her?
1: Oh, my God, it was so Do you bad. you know?
0: I was like, whoa. No, we were like... It
1: was not good. The Lancesters so are
0: off the, off the boat. Th- it yeah. was
1: pretty much... My point being is that this was all pretty much, like, Horrendously a textbook case behavior. Of, yeah. Of, of character assassination. Like, Laurel yes. had gone off the, the rails <laughs> on this one. And there was just no way that anybody could look at what she did and say oh that's a fine mm-hmm. but then they got with the help of constantine they got sarah's soul back and everything was fixed and thea was only like
0: hospitalized she wasn't dead well oliver know? fixed <laughs> it he was like fucking a all right fine i'll call in this dude i know it's like but ugh. so
1: and after all this laurel goes to oliver yeah and is all like i'm sorry that i almost got your sister killed and she terrorized the city and killed people and all this stuff will you ever forgive me and oliver's yeah no sure it's big no big deal
0: you're forgiven cool. it's fine Be cool girl we're cool we're, we're friends, friends. <laughs> and i was like what i remember you in that dm you're like what
1: that's when i went to jen and i was like <laughs> okay yeah you're right she's dying because there was no here's the thing with all the stuff that laurel did that was story material for her oh it was so that much was, story
0: material there
1: was a storyline there was a season's worth at oh. least of story you can have
0: thea not talking to her oh oliver not talking to her de facto yes. diggle I mean, nobody on the team everyone on the team's gonna be like you are the worst you can yeah. have sarah be like a ranging lunatic for longer I mean, there was so much story potential that I mean, that was good drama. Because yeah, you can understand why Laurel did this. I mean, I always argue But it was selfish. It was super selfish, but I always argue (laughs) where I where I love the Laurel Lance I loved was um the the kick ass lawyer, the the one that we saw in three oh one. That like is always my high point with Laurel. Like she seemed integrated in the team and my argument is always the great love of Laurel Lance's life is not Oliver Queen, it's it's his, it's her sister, right? And vice versa. And
1: that and that sort of proved that.
0: Absolutely. I also remember saying to you that night because I was on this ridiculous look, look for evidence in absolutely every nook and cranny I can possibly find. The white jacket. The white jacket. I flipped my <laughs> shit about the white jacket. She was wearing a white jacket in that scene with Oliver, and you're like, calm down. She's not handing it to Sarah. I was like, oh, but she's gonna, she's gonna do something. So and she did. And she, she did. did. She did. <laughs> I tell you what, if you did not know Laurel Lance was kicking it after the Legends uh, pilot, I don't know what to do for you.
1: But it was it was one of the things that once I saw that they had no interest in taking this very potential possibly juicy storyline for Laurel and given something just waved it yeah. away and said, Finally giving okay. Katie
0: something to play with other than let's be a strong fighter. It's okay
1: and then after that after that episode laurel became background scenery yeah she it was bad was fighting and she talked to oliver and everything but she had no story
0: yeah and she was even almost a little bit peripheral to lance's story like the big confrontation that they had with lance and oliver and lance's betrayal. Like, if yeah. we, he should have been having that fight with his sister, or his daughter. It's like, why are we having this fight and with And it Oliver? was just, it's, that's when I believed that she was in the grave.
1: But here's my thing, is, is we had Story telling us that Laurel was in the grave. She had nothing going on.
0: Oh, yeah, and I was not you, basing that. You kill off a, a character
1: when they run out of Story. Right. And she was out of story
0: oh my gosh it was bad they were doing contrast with,
1: with felicity particularly this present season day. and in the in the flash forwards provided that this this daughter of Felicity is something that's Shown going up. to happen yeah there's plenty of story for felicity in the future lots so there's story in the present there's story in the future her her well potential we're of being are mining they're
0: well, the writers are mining it. It's like it's not ju- it's not just you and me saying, "Hey, there's still more story potential here." Because I could have made that argument with Laurel. Hey, there's stuff you can do with her. But they didn't. But that do was it. where, yeah, that was where I finally I was right. really invested in Laurel's character. But where I jumped off the train was about season three, and they cr- they um did a crash course superhero arc in three episodes, and oh, then she no? was cut. They cooked. didn't even
1: care. They didn't care.
0: I was like, all right, if you guys are not going to give this character the time to actually like do something with her I, i'm done i'm not going to care about the character more than you care about the character because that's a waste of my time so i just i really moved into apathy and i stayed there until she was dead but um that's not what's happening the writers are expanding felicity's character in present day and she's literally the hand guiding all the other characters in flashboards, regardless of whether yeah. or not we see her I'm like, okay, that's not so that's not the writing staff very being much done with this character, right? Right, yeah. exactly. So
1: you cannot so, compare what that what happened to Laurel in season four with what you.
0: So I just like that's publicity. why I say she's like the new Laurel Lance. Uh, Curtis is the new Laurel Lance. It just doesn't He's feel just like. It just he's doesn't feel sense. like the writers. They're like they're digging for something. I'm not saying they're ready to kill him off, but I also no. feel like they're just trying for, to find ways to make him relevant and this pushing Curtis so hard on me and be like he's super important. He's super important. He brings all this to the team. He's a hero too. And I'm like, literally nothing Curtis the brings I to. I th- yeah, I was like, n- there's nothing that is like that he brings to the team that I don't feel like other team members bring to the team right. and do it better. You right. know, I think, and
1: with less annoying, And less
0: irritatingness, and one-liners. what's really the <laughs> the thing that's really driving me nuts is I think Callie brought up a really good point with Laurel. Laurel did something really wrong, and. There were no repercussions for it. And I think a lot of fans were upset with Laurel. And a lot of times when fans got upset with Laurel, the show wouldn't have a similar reaction. It was kind of like she was treated like a saint when she was acting anything but, particularly in season four. Like, she's holy Saint Laurel now that she raised Sarah, but raising Sarah was actually not that nice. And she was lying to her father, too, in season three about Sarah's death. So that was pretty horrendous, too. But there were no repercussions for any of that. That wasn't, um, like, explored. So, my frustration is with Curtis is, like, they're doing the same thing. Curtis played an equal role in Oliver um, being in prison. He almost killed Diggle. And no, there's there no apology. There's nothing. So oh, it's no, like, they're just working
1: together now, and they're just
0: fine. Yeah, Dinah and Renee um, both had some form of apology. But Curtis was just uh, let off the hook, and that drives me nuts. So. Yeah. But... Now we've been cranky about Laurel, so now we have to talk about what we love about Laurel because I am actually really, yes, really loving. Yes, let's get to this. Oh, my God, Because it's, it's so good. It's so good. Black Siren and Felicity, I heart them, new ship alert. I am just so in love with these <laughs> let's two. Let's not go crazy. Well, I'm just saying, like, as a friendship, like, not in a romance mm-hmm. kind of way. I'm just saying, <laughs> and this is completely <laughs> unexpected, and I'm almost like I might be going overboard because I'm just, like, so shocked by myself that I'm actually loving this. Well, it's a
1: relief. Mm-hmm. You know, because... It, I'm so listen, excited.
0: It's,
1: it's clear at this point that we're going to have some form of Laurel.
0: Yeah, which is fine. You know. As long as they and use so her. If
1: we're, if we're going to have to have her, I'd rather enjoy her.
0: Yeah, do something with her. That was always my beef with Arrow. It's like, okay, if you insist on having this character on the show, then do something with her. Instead of just standing in the background with her arms crossed. Like... What I said last night is she's actually lawyering more than Laurel ever did, but she's not a lawyer. I was like, all of the stuff that I wanted them to do with Laurel, they're doing with Black Siren. And I think the most enjoyable aspect of Black Siren is that she's not a good guy. They don't treat her like a saint. Yes. And it creates this, as I was hoping, this very Spike versus the scooby Gang, like on Buffy the yeah, Vampire Slayer, yeah, she true. can say all of the snarky stuff, and Felicity can snark back at her because we're not really friends, and it's fantastic because it's honest. No one's. It is honest. I mean, Laura, nobody's blowing sunshine. No one's blowing sunshine <laughs> up their ass. It's like I don't like you. You don't like me. I think you're. But like they're appreciating different aspects in each other. Particularly, I think. Laurel is enjoying certain aspects, the, the darker edge to felicity smoke. She's like, you're not so bad when you're breaking the law. So it's just, and it's this perfect odd couple. Uh, you know, Felicity's sunshine and rainbows, and Black Siren is all, you know, I want to murder let's people. Let's be
1: honest, that's why we fell in love with Felicity.
0: Yeah, I would also say like that was the case with our Laurel. She was a lot like Oliver. Which is why our Laurel works so well with Tommy, because Tommy and Felicity were really alike. So, the minute you put these opposite ends of the spectrum characters together, you get really good magic and chemistry. And Beth, thank goodness,
1: recognizes
0: this and knows how to use it. Thank God. Because, like last year, my big frustration with Siren is like, okay, this is a serious meta human who can kick some ass. And we're walking around and treating her like she's a victim and that needs to be protected. And I was like this is nonsense. Just make her the big bad. That I really feel like Black Siren should have been the big bad So last year.
1: what was your favorite Laurel moment from the episode? Oh,
0: that's a good question. I think my favorite moment honestly, I really liked the phone call when she was going to like when Felicity wasn't getting her visitation with Oliver and Laurel was like, "Listen, bitch, I'm going to I'm going to kill you if you don't let this woman see her husband." It was so fantastic. I was just like, is this happening? Is this real life? She is like Actively working to reunite these two. And I was like, that's mm-hmm. delicious. But I have to say, like, the favorite, the favorite Felicity and Laurel interaction was when Laurel asked her out for pizza. Well, all this saving of your husband crap has, well, it's made me very hungry. So I'm going to go get a pizza. Okay. If you want to come or if you're hungry, I don't know. Are you asking me out on a friend date? No same 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 cutest yes it's almost as cute as Oliver asking Felicity out it was so adorable it I was, was like adorable. oh my god and Felicity thought it was yeah adorable, she's like too. do you want to be my bestie that's adorbs and Laurel's like now but yes
1: <laughs> it was honest and it, it was, was pure. honest
0: yeah and I think it really displayed some humanity in Laurel better than just I'm sorry I killed every you know sorry I killed your boyfriend Dinah it's kind of showed that Laurel is like looking for You know what happened to Black Siren? She lost her tether to her humanity because she lost the people that connected her to it. You know, so she—that's that's that's the Laurel, that's the good Laurel, in her reaching out and trying to, you know, uh, find that human connection again. And she's reaching out to Felicity because she's the sunshine, which is no different than what Oliver did. And let's—it's just so good. And the other thing too is the characters aren't letting her off the hook.
1: Yes i love that every time felicity points out that she's not a lawyer we
0: saw on the preview
1: for next week mm-hmm. that oliver's
0: gonna point that
1: out mm-hmm. i live for
0: that it's fantastic it. it's awesome they uh, they drag her all the time for being a murderer and i feel like that was just something the writers would not do with the old with our laurel it's like her and felicity really weren't that good of friends but like we had to pretend they were best friends
1: Well, the best scene was, remember, wasn't it in season three where Laurel calls Felicity for a favor? And she's like, are we friends? Are we favor friends? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Like, you talked to me? Since when? It was like, it was so jarring the way that Laurel entered the team. And then she's like, best friends with everybody. And we're all super sad she's dead. And I was like, I really didn't see those relationships um, develop because the writers refused to give Laurel any screen time. You know what I mean? like Or screen time that made sense to me, you know? So that's what I love. They're using Black Siren in a way that makes sense. She's integral to the plot. She's funny. Um, She's going to help get Oliver out of prison. Yeah, anyone who's helping Oliver get out of prison gets an A-plus from me. Um, Anyone who is helping Oliver and Felicity have sex again on screen, I'm going to bake you goodies. You get cake. You get cupcakes. So we've talked about how we love Laurel.
1: Yep. Let's talk about how Dig and the whole Argus thing
0: is just... Girl, what am I going to do with my man? This is my man. I named my blog after this man. He's breaking my heart. I, You know,
1: here's the thing. I don't have a problem with Diggle stumbling because everybody stumbles.
0: Yeah, I know. He's
1: just frustrated. But right at the same time, what we're seeing with Diggle is it feels like more than a stumble because he's... Saying things to Dinah that he needs to say to Felicity. Mm -hmm. He's working with Curtis. Curtis. Yes, Curtis. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden I forgot his name. That's okay. Everyone understands.
0: Uh,
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't care about him anymore. (laughs) You've mentally
0: blocked him out of your. Just erase him, okay? (laughs) Just erase him from my mind. Sorry. That's maybe a little overboard. Sorry to all you (laughs) Curtis fans out there. I'm truly not. These are just my opinions. but I just don't like him. <laughs> so
1: yeah, he's he's doing things with Curtis and saying things to Curtis that he should be doing and saying to Felicity. And but to Felicity, he's either dismissing her mm-hmm. or as in the case the last several episodes, not even like checking in with her. I know hey, like at how all. Are you
0: doing babe. Like Dinah, yeah. well, I w- thought this was a really amazing tweet. um Camion Ray tweeted out that as she's watching this like um you know a storyline with diggle and curtis you know curtis is in the field um working with diggle using his um you know education and his skills to beat a bad guy and she like put this whole list all things
1: that we would love to see she's like
0: this is everything we've asked for for felicity right and they gave it to curtis and you wonder why people get re- to like yeah, this. and you wonder why we get resentful towards this this male character because yeah, Arrow is a very male dominated show. The male the 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 lead, the central character, is a man. So I don't necessarily get super upset when it's like hyper focused on Oliver because it's like it's his show. It's like getting upset that the show was hyper focused on Buffy. But if you're arguing that somehow women have a um, just as much as a a presence on screen as men do I have a bridge to sell you that's insanity you can't and, and particularly on Arrow, there's a lot of gay there's a lot of um, guy characters and not a lot of female characters and so when you have a male character overshadowing a female character you're giving the male character storylines that really should be for the female character um, yeah I have a significant problem with that so that's primarily with Curtis but on the Diggle side of it it's very frustrating to see him just kind of block Felicity out it's bizarre it
1: is extremely frustrating because it doesn't feel like the all uh, the dig of season two or season four or season three or you know dig of any season before now would have done this
0: yeah well, and yeah, I mean, I I think they're really. It, it feels pointed that they're they're doing this on purpose, um, because he's it's acting so me. awful. Um, <laughs> and I hope there's a point to it. I'm gonna be a little ticked off at all if if Oliver gets released and everything's just hunky dory again. Like when when writers do this with characters, when they make them extremely dislikable I want them to follow through. The only way yeah. you're gonna clean up this mess is if you clean it up. Like you have to go get your through hands dirty get your hands dirty and you have to go through it and then you rebuild the character the only that's the only way through but it's a long arc for example have we ever been as mad at a character as we were when Oliver lied to Felicity about William no we are furious and that I was
1: madder at 2.13
0: oh that was bad yeah Yeah. that's Mm -hmm. that's like Kelly's little point yeah that's my that's my problem when (laughs) Oliver slept with Sarah I think I was actually more angry with him in 408 you know i if not for 213 i would have been more
1: angry yeah it's just that like i feel like 213 opened my eyes to a part of oliver that i don't like Mm -hmm. and that part is always sitting there waiting to be reignited so when he did what he did in 408 i was like i was like here's this
0: guy again that's all i recognize you we call, i remember yeah you. we all i call that yeah. side of him the ollie side this narcissistic yeah. selfish side that just So that's
1: why that was my biggest one is that that's what made me i tie everything back to that how i felt with that
0: and i respect that so yeah but my but but the thing that they do with oliver is they kind of like they drag him through hell so he learns his lesson God bless and i mean oliver got (laughs) tortured because he lied to felicity let's just let's just draw those two connections oliver lied to felicity and then he got um you know burned and whipped and whatever the hell adrian chase did to him so yeah i'm like feels fair no i'm just kidding um but so my 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 worry with diggle is i feel like all right. We don't want him to drop. I don't want him to drop it. I know that frustrates some people because people just want him to be over, just want him to be over and go back to regular Diggle. I don't. I want. I want Diggle to kind of have to work his way back, and actually have Oliver be the one that helps him work his way back. Um, and I wouldn't mind if he has some work to do with Felicity. If Felicity's like, "No, nah, son, I'm a little." Tired I would of you. like.
1: Oliver to have a conversation with Dig when he's back saying, listen, Felicity told me that you were like this and this and this yep. and
0: You are MIA, Mr. Soldier Man. Where we need to talk for a minute yeah. because
1: when I gave myself up, I thought my brother was gonna be here watching my wife's back and you yeah, weren't. left her out.
0: I would cold. be Yeah, I would be totally okay with there being a there being a splinter between Oliver and Diggle and Diggle and Felicity for a little bit. But I fear because they're going to be in such a big-ass hurry to get OTA back together that they're not going to follow through with it. And then you just have unlikable storylines that don't feel resolved. And that's... you the, the audience isn't given any closure. There's no... I am a big believer in apologies. Yeah. Like, you apologies should say you're sorry and mean it, and that's a really great way for forgiveness to come through. Or at least if you don't say the words, I'm sorry, then acknowledge what you did right
1: this kind of leads me into um we've seen some kind of previews for next week that kind of would indicate maybe dig is working with felicity again and Dinah, and black siren and renee i don't know if curtis is there or not Mm -hmm. i don't care because i don't like curtis but Mm -hmm. here's my thing if they come in to help felicity at the last hour basically yeah the 11th hour right before oliver's released right before diaz is caught if they swoop in okay here's at the last minute we'll come help you i'm like that's kind of like swooping in and trying to get full credit when just a few episodes ago you were telling her girl give up yeah this is you shouldn't be doing this and felicity had to go find people to help her like i understand why renee backed off when she like started toying with torture renee's like you know what listen i can't play that girlfriend
0: i'm not going this road yeah Yeah.
1: but he until then he'd been helping her and he was perfectly willing to Mm -hmm. help her so renee gets points yeah black siren gets points i don't care if her motivation was initially because she wants her own revenge against
0: diaz she still helped her she showed up and she's been showing up a lot like in ways that actually help like, that's right. always my thing with Diggle. Diggle's like, well, I'm helping, too, through Argus. I'm like, but you're not actually achieving no, anything through not, it. So no, you're not helping not. the he's, way... He's he's doing stupid ops. I hate when people say, I'm helping you, but they're only helping in the no. ways they want to help, and those ways are not actually helpful to you.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: And Dinah like, gets count. half a point,
1: because while they had to basically beg her, oh Felicity had to basically beg Get off beg your her ass, Dinah. At least she did help. Ugh, I know she didn't tell Felicity give it up. It's hopeless. Forget your husband. Move on with your life. You know she didn't do that. She
0: she did help. Well, and c- so, yeah, can we talk about too that scene with Diggle and Curtis? Because this really like drove oh, me nuts. God. Where he's telling Diggle, or Curtis, Diggle is telling Curtis that you're just as strong as men who have fought, fought in war, and I've seen men who fought in war, and they're done, and you don't have that. Well, maybe because he hasn't been to effing Afghanistan and actually fought in a war, you dumb shit, and all he's done is throw T-spheres around, and that's why he's not so <laughs> super traumatized. Oh, my God. I was ready to throw things. I was like, we are not comparing the- this guy to actual... American heroes day. who have fought in war. Like, I'm sorry. No. And then... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. I get on my rants and then she can't get a yeah, word in edgewise. I need to raise my hand. You're like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> we have a little raise your hand
1: button. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Go ahead.
0: Every time Curtis
1: sits there and tries to be like, my life is so traumatic. I lost my husband. I and I was just really hurt by everything that happened. I'm like... Okay, if we're going to play the Pain Olympics here, Curtis. Yes,
0: (laughs) I love that. Curtis. Pain Olympics.
1: (laughs) Let's talk about the woman who lost her whole family. Mm -hmm. Let's talk, even Black Siren lost her,
0: you know, father figure. Yeah, her. (laughs) Father figure, real father, and real boyfriend. All dead. You're just pain. I was like, your husband's paying alimony to your sorry ass. Like, Dinah, that's just the same thing. Dinah's boyfriend, at least, was dead. You He's know, like, dead. These people
1: actually lost something. Like, Renee's Renee, daughter was threatened. Like, yeah. and he Renee, was forced to close.
0: Yeah.
1: But, yeah, was but he, just like, yeah. but you don't see Renee
0: saying, I lost all those <laughs> stuff." No. You He's like, I that, suck. Because, sorry, Oliver. I'll help your wife. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. And what we've got over here is Kurt is like, I'm not going to help Felicity. And meanwhile, I'm going to whine about how the last time I worked with Team Arrow, my life went to Yeah. Great. And
0: it's just like. Like that you know takes what? some nerve. You can just shut up. Oh right my gosh. Now. And then, <laughs> like for him to get on his poor me, you know. Whatever. He's just, I just was like, are we really doing this? We're really doing this. Curtis is the one who has suffered the most out of Team Arrow. Listen, no, if we have to kill anybody in the oh, future. Please it be kill Curtis? him. <laughs> I, at this point, this is what I want. I want Curtis to be off the show more than I want Black Siren. That's where we're yeah. at, people. I want Black, Black Siren to stay. If this is the wh- wh- how we're using Black Siren, Miss Cassidy, count me a fan you know and she's and doing a really there? nice job with her can we just compliment her acting oh she's this doing is a this whole system. other side to her acting this skills is her wheelhouse. and this is it this is, girlfriend yeah, you got this, this i mean i found her love knit. it love it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but kurt i'm sorry i mean mm. echo's doing the best he can with what he's given but holy shit what a mess and then we have diggle mm. who's telling him you're you're still mr terrific so he's actively encouraging Diggle. Was or, he ever mistaken? No, he wasn't. He didn't do anything. He, this is literally what Curtis does. I have my t- T-spheres and I throw them. He could hand the T-spheres to Oliver and be like, here you go, fella. And Oliver's like, thanks. And now you can leave. And it's like, a Curtis doesn't need to be out in the field operating the T-spheres because Everyone on the team knows how to operate the T-spheres. And without the T-spheres, Curtis can't fight worth a damn. This last episode, all of a sudden, his fighting skills became suddenly, like, I don't know. Okay. Like, they weren't great, but they were okay. Um, Yeah, all of a sudden, we can knock out a guy in a suit. Whereas before, he got his ass kicked. Again, another Laurel Lance thing. It's like, one week, she couldn't, like, fight a guy with a knife. The next week, she's taking down 10... League of Assassins dudes. That's what they do with Curtis. It's we like one week like one week he can't fight one guy and the next week he's like oh doing parkour everywhere. It's like what the fuck? Can you guys just pick a level with this guy and like go with it? And then on top of that he's telling him be the, your superhero identity when Diggle has given up Spartan and he's given up green arrow, and he's told Felicity Smoke not to be Overwatch, and not do Overwatch things, and don't break the rules. This is the second week in a row Diggle has told other characters who don't have as good a reason to break the rules as Felicity does, to break the rules. And then he tells Felicity, no, you can't break the rules. What the fuck is up with him? This is like insanity. He's like, this pod Diggle is just... It's I almost weird. want to give him to Dr. Parker and so, be like, maybe Dr. Parker can help you because I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on. It just really upsets so me. So where we're at
1: is we're mad at Diggle and we're praising Black Siren. So we are officially
0: in the upside we're down. We're in the upside down.
1: You're because living in it. Because I don't care if you tell me, oh, you're a fake fan because you like Black Siren now or you're a fake fan because you don't like Diggle now. It's like, listen, I recognize that this is Crazy yeah this is crazy
0: times i realize that the person that has been i've been actively (laughs) against laurel's redemption arc like actively against it i've written anthologies on it and now i'm saying oh okay never mind i like it (laughs) like i realize that's problematic but i changed my mind deal with it so yeah we're human beings and we We can change change well and like am i saying i like black siren more than i like diggle of course not no
1: absolutely not
0: no Oh. Diggle's my baby. Dig the man. He's my Yoda. He'll always be my Yoda. We just need He's having a moment. He's having <laughs> a little down slide. And Oliver will come back and they'll fix it. I have no doubt that it's gonna fix it. I just I worry about how they're gonna fix it. And I always I feel like I'm a minority in with fans because I always want the long, messy, problematic route. Well, it's and most, more interesting. Yeah. To watch. And most fans just want okay, let's just have Diggle go back to being Regular diggle the next episode. I'm like,
1: yeah. I'm sure there's some fans that would like when Oliver gets out of prison for Oliver and Felicity to just go back to married bliss
0: and not have a single problem. Yeah, I don't want that. I'm sorry, you guys. No, I, I know that that's, that's more interesting for them wrong, to work things I just out. This, I like if you're going to create angst and like use it to make a good story out of it, which is what they're doing with Black Siren so exceptionally well. Like, she's problematic as all hell. And they're like, yeah, but they're walking into it with like. You know, here's a, here's something about me hmm. that might
1: come help me? is a startling shock. Okay, I like problematic characters. Yes, you do. I like them when they're a little dirty.
0: You know, mm. I like well, them. You could not like Sons of Anarchy in Games of Thrones as much as you it's do without, in liking an extremely problematic characters. Like, I like the
1: ones that I like Sawyer from Lost. Everybody's like, oh, Jack is great. And I'm like, Mm,
0: I don't like Jack we because literally- Jack is oh, yeah. too perfect. <laughs> well, and that's why I, I, like- I thought you... I thought you were going to be a big Damon fan when i sent you, when i made made you watch the vampire diaries that's assuming i'm a fan of anybody on that i team. know like she just went completely other direction i was like she's going to watch da- she's going to watch Damon, she's going to love damon cuz she likes all of these anti-hero types but she's just like this is about fucking vampires it's stupid <laughs> <laughs> also, they they like burn your faves in effigy one week, and then they're like, oh, they're like rebuilding them the next. You're like, could we just have a, a fucking consistent character arc? That's all I'm asking no, for. No, no, like on Vampire Diaries, it's no, you all over the place. no, you cannot. No, you cannot have that.
1: It's exhausting. It is exhausting. I it. <laughs> but anyhow, so on, on Lost, I loved Sawyer because, like, in season one, Sawyer is just like, mm, he's not a good guy. Mm-mm. But I love his arc. Mm-hmm. like he goes from this guy in season one that's just deplorable and he grows and i love it when characters grow mm-hmm. and there's nowhere for them to grow if they're not messy to start with.
0: i agree with that and i think i my if we're going to talk about characters that i actually think get the shaft the most i don't think that's felicity smoke i mean i'm really excited that they're doing more stuff with her character and it's it's expanding yeah. um mm-hmm. It's necessary. It needed to be done. Uh, but I actually think Diggle is the character that gets the shaft consistently on Arrow. They never give his storylines time. And it's like, he's basically gone without a storyline, I would say. Or at least a, one that makes sense. <laughs> uh, since season five, maybe? Like season six. I don't like really want to count that as, oh, Diggle got this amazing arc because it made like, conceptually, I get it. It's his midlife crisis, but I think it was very confusing for a lot of fans. And it's, it's, they're carrying it through, but they just don't ever spend the time. You know, like how after Oliver and Felicity broke up, and we were just waiting to hear from Felicity on her perspective of this whole breakup. And the, you know, we understood the reasons behind the breakup, mm-hmm. but. I think some, for some audience members, they don't understand it until the character says it to them. You know what I mean? So Diggle hasn't come out and said, hey, I was having a midlife crisis. You know? And we had to wait until episode 20 in season 5 before Felicity was like, here's, here's why I've been acting the way I'm acting, and here's where I'm at on the breakup. And they did it in flashback, so Oliver is the dumbest thing to ever dumb in the history of dummies. Um, because he didn't listen to her. But The fans had to wait a really long time to get Felicity's perspective on the breakup and I understand that frustration and I understand why that was like we could have sped that part up you know Um, so I think that's where we're kind of at with Diggle it's like they're making people wait a really long time to explain what's going on with him and his explanations for what's going on with him don't make a lot of sense just make it worth our while just make it worth our while. Did you see the crossover preview?
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> no, I didn't Listen. actually. I missed it. Like, if you are just a cat, if you are watching Arrow Live, tell me, audience, are you with me on this? You're just you're just casually waiting for the commercials to be over. Minding your business. And all of a sudden, Iris and Oliver are kissing on screen. Like, it was jarring. I was I was like, what is that? It was just. It was really uncomfortable and gross, and I never want to see it on my screen again. And Oliver's personal reaction to it is spot on because I feel like that represents most of the audience. It was it was hilarious. It wasn't played for romance; like they're not serious about this at all. But it was I've like made, what? no, I've
1: made no, no, no secret of the fact that I'm not planning. Cal's not the watching crossover. the crossover. No, and I decided this a while ago.
0: A lot. Like, this isn't a new. I think thing, like you yeah. came. You're like I'm out. I want to say it was like. When it, we knew it was going to be centered around Batwoman, there was something that came out, and you were like, "I don't remember Ness, what it was." No, but I, I was just either. like, "I think it was." She was blood. out in the summer. You were out in the summer. Like it came. I was. Yeah. I was just tired. I'm tired but, of crossovers. But see, the and thing so with is like, goes, I
1: would he- yeah, go ahead. Everything I would hear about it, like every new bit of casting information or this is what they're doing, or Oliver wearing the stupid suit. Like, I'm <laughs> just like, you could not make me care less. You can't mention
0: that Stephen Amell in that Flash suit without making me giggle. It's so ridiculous. He looks like the cross between a sperm and a hot dog or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's not it's like, a good look. It's not luck. a good look. It's not a good I don't luck. know. It's just bad, y'all. No, yeah, I just... it it, i totally understand why you're like i'm out on the crossover this year i totally But here's my thing
1: here's my thing just as as somebody who's watching from the sidelines Mm -hmm. and it's just like i don't even care Mm -hmm. i called this a little while back jen can tell you Mm -hmm. that i was like you know what they're gonna have it was when steven tweeted
0: that revenge time or something yeah
1: that there was revenge yeah and i was like that's because Barry kissed Felicity so he's going to kiss Iris. And I knew it. I just knew. It. I was like, "You know, and here's the thing. I get that it's being played for laughs. Ha ha ha. It's, yeah, it's very like funny." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I'm annoyed because Oliver is continually used not by his own show. His own show treats him as he should be treated. Yeah. But the other shows, the DC TV as a whole, Treat Oliver as some sort of joke, a man whore, whatever. Let's have him kiss Supergirl. Let's have him kiss Iris. Who's he gonna kiss in the next crossover? Yeah. You know, I just can't wait to see. You know, and it's it, it feels disrespectful to Stephen Amell and to Oliver's character. Now, I'm sure Stephen Amell would Does not argue, give a shit. No, yeah. it's not it's disrespectful. Hard. It's just acting. like it. yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it's just like that's not who oliver is on arrow so i feel like people who don't watch arrow that watch the crossovers probably have an image of oliver that isn't accurate
0: well that is why i stopped watching the flash because Mm. i was fed up with the dragging of oliver Um, and the judgment and that I mean they would just say horrible stuff about him and I'm like listen you don't flip on Arrow and you never hear them trashing Barry Allen never doesn't happen but I can flip on I was like I'm sorry and you know I my complaint was if you want me to watch all four of these shows and have that's what they want you they need want to all play the audience nice givers, together then play nice <laughs> and don't insult my faves on another show I would be mm-hmm. completely understand I would be completely I would completely understand if flash fans were turning on arrow and they were Drake and Barry every time that they you know and I just was like and then they started in on Felicity because then they had Iris complaining about the gifts it was just this this really there's a tone it's, shift. It's not a good look. It's like there's the tone shift. It's like when you turn on the flash, it's like there are a certain way with when they're on the crossover and then you turn on the flash and they're like gossipy and like saying nasty it's things. It's petty hour. It's petty <laughs> hour. And I'm like, what is going on? Like we had a real nice all Felicity and Iris in the Listy movie, otherwise known as the Crisis on Earth X. I mean, it was amazing. They spent a ton of time together. There's
1: no crossover that's going to be as good as never. that. Never.
0: Another reason not Give to watch Give up the anymore, hope. It's like, never happening. Done. You had your best. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it's game over. Um, yeah, so I just get really... That's one of the primary reasons I stop. It's not the only reason I stopped watching The Flash, but I get really crabby. And I. And we've talked about this, too, when Felicity guest stars on The Flash. Like, they'll, they'll, they'll just send Felicity over on her own sometimes. She's a totally different... She's not the same Felicity...
1: No, she says things that she would never it's say. It's like she's
0: ditzier. Yeah. And she's exactly. like, "Oh, you know, you know, it's just it's just there's It's all about abs." Yeah, it's like all she cares about it's is like, abs me. and like my boyfriend's hot and it's like it's just it's does there's just a tone there's a tone shift when these characters show up on the Flash. And I don't think that you need to put Oliver Queen down to bring Barry Allen up. They're no. totally different superheroes. They came into superhero life completely different. Um, I'm not going to recite my entire In Defense of Oliver Queen meta, but I could. You know, it's just, and I get your frustration with that. It's like, uh, you know. And it's gimmicky. The crossovers have gotten really it's gimmicky. gimmicky. It's
1: disrespectful to the Elicity fans. It's disrespectful to the West Ellen fans.
0: Yeah, just like leave it alone, you know? It's just like, it's like,
1: I get what you're doing, but at the same time, do you have to? No, you don't. Yeah, and the crossovers so. <laughs> always
0: hyper-focus on Barry and Oliver, which, duh, they're the stars. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah. But I just, I'm like, <laughs> that is not the friendship I am most invested in. Like, I am invested no. in characters from every show to varying degrees. Um, But I think if you're not a person who's watching all four shows if you it's very I'm crossover week is like all
1: in flash or supergirl and yeah. there's no legends in this crossover yeah that was probably that was
0: that, that was, was probably, it that was it yeah, that was it they was announced legends it. wasn't going to be in the crossover and you're like bitch i'm out what's the point I'm like yeah because that's
1: fair. If <laughs> i'm only interested in one third of the shows mm-hmm. participating then what is it and there? you have one fourth and, then, present. and then somebody said that felicity wasn't going to be in it much and i'm like well <laughs> forget that then <laughs> yeah
0: it's going to be a lot about Barry, Oliver, and Batwoman. Which, okay. Yeah, I You I'm know, and that's care. my... Okay. Well, you know, I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired of launching new shows. I'm getting tired. You know, it's like they've used these crossovers to launch... Well, essentially we can call... You know, they used about three episodes in season two to launch Barry. Then they had the crossover in season one to, you know, the of The Flash. And that was certainly to help give the flash a sturdy if you're an, if you're watching arrow and you're not watching the flash the crossover really could have dragged and fans over um and vice versa you know um and we then we had to legends. launch legends and then we got a break um and then we had the 100th episode, which I understand fan frustration with that was focused entirely on other characters, and we had to share our 100th episode with the crossover. Well, not better. <laughs> I, I am in the minority. I loved the Arrow part of the crossover. I loved Arrow's 100th um, episode. But if you are in the show for Elicity and OTA... Yeah, that I can team. see why you're you're pissed. You're, I get why you're pissed. I I am always very interested in the Robert Queen aspect of the crossover and like Oliver. I mean, it was
1: nice to see Robert Queen. I just would have liked to see Felicity used more than she was.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she really wasn't <laughs> used at all. That was my husband. Sorry, y'all. Um, He's like,
1: I'm sorry, I was eating. Dinner. I know. I was. Yeah, he was like,
0: <laughs> my husband's in Ireland right now, and I we're trying to get this going. And he's my tech guy. My husband's an engineer. He's brilliant with computers. And whenever I am having trouble with tech, I call him at work. And I expect him to drop everything to help me. Is that irrational? Absolutely. Am I a crazy person? And then when, of course, he can't because he's busy paying our mortgage, um, I'm like, well, he's going to go do it myself. And I'm like, always really crazy.
1: And I'm a total bitch.
0: (laughs) I don't hang up on him. I I might have hung up with him this time. My husband's insane. I don't know why I did hang up with him. I don't know why he puts up with me. I can be a real bitch sometimes. I love you. Uh, So I'm going to give out a shout out to my amazing husband, who is incredibly patient and loves me more than the stars. He's wonderful. And he's amazing. And he helps me with lots of things. And I'm sorry, I get irrationally upset about stupid things. He's talked to me about it. He's like, you know you're crazy when you are having trouble with technology. I'm like, yes. As long as you recognize it. He's like, as long as you can recognize your insanity. Oh my god, I found like the best... um, my it's like my two moods are um in a panic or it is what it is and I like took a picture of it and he's like it's like looking in a mirror with you he's like you need to buy that and it's true my two modes are panic or I'm like whatever it's fine well to wrap up yes sorry scintillating you can edit that (laughs) part no I'm not going to to
1: see how crazy you are I am insane (laughs) you love me it was a good episode we saw good felicity we saw good oliver they were working together even though they weren't physically together they weren't even communicating with one another and they were still working together
0: i mean i think that says a lot i feel like in a season where they have had no scenes except one together for five episodes it's kind of amazing how connected those two characters are they, are. they almost feel and
1: co- all the my
0: husband my oh my wife, gosh i need it's it. Just, it's so, it it's just it's so it's beautiful it never gets old it never gets old
1: so what they're doing is they're building up this great anticipation for when oliver's out of prison and they're back together again and that is it's working for absolutely, me absolutely yeah absolutely what i'm here for yeah all righty
0: guys i think we're gonna wrap it up kelly yep. has to go be a mother get her kids and mine's gonna be home pretty soon see we have other we have other facets of our lives we do other things we're not just um, love interests sorry that was a little bit bitter i
1: am a taxi service for my she father, is a legit so. taxi
0: service i wouldn't call it a it's her favorite part of the day no <laughs> one day we'll just let callie just rant about traffic it's funny let's do that be fun. <laughs> we'll have you call while you're in the car oh my god i hate the world why are you all out on the road i've had those conversations with her and then we can have a Jen is spiraling about technology and my husband can come on so any
1: (laughs) if any of you you listening have any things that we you would want us to answer
0: or talk about in upcoming yes if you have podcasts, questions or, like... E- drop us a message if you have, on Twitter. Yeah, if you have podcast, like, entire ideas, like, this would be cool if you did a whole po- podcast on yeah. us. We're down for we that.
1: We are totally up for audience interaction. And I think so. to
0: give, like, people a little preview, we are planning a Laurel Lance podcast, I think. We talked about her a little bit here. You need to hear my origin. Mm, Callie and the origin story <laughs> with Laurel Lance is some gold level stuff. You need to hear it. You <laughs> need to hear it. And also... <laughs> I can talk about my dad because my dad's hilarious with laurel.
1: Um and then what else are we gonna talk about? We're gonna talk about so many things. And There's just so wait much. Until back, are back together. Oh it's my god, guys.
0: It's gonna be lit. We're gonna do it's we're gonna coming. have fun. We're gonna have fun. All right, I will talk to y'all later. Right? righty. Bye bye. Thanks for tuning in. Okay. Bye. bye.